0: What for? This is the most remarkable restaurant I've seen in all my years in the food service industry, and I've seen it all. I want to hear your story. We were young and hungry. There wasn't a job to be had in all of New Hampshire, so we decided to pack our bags and head west to Hollywood. Howdy, folks! Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can follow me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. So you're probably wondering why I did that cold open. Um, so I've been wanting to do this episode for a bit. Um, I got I got a pretty good and interesting comment from a listener and i wanted to sort of expand that comment into an episode so that's what we're doing all right so in my video where we talked about um local politics and we talked about people in a a city not too far from me um in the boarding state of 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 new hampshire that preemptively banned Adult use facilities. Again, um, only medical is legalized, and three quarters of an ounce in concentrates are decriminalized. So they only really have that right now at the moment, and um, I don't think I don't think they're gonna get anything more anytime soon. Um, for a number of reasons, yeah, um, it's not gonna have for a number of reasons. Um, op unions, um, they run things in the state. They run things and. People of both parties eagerly seek the endorsement and the approbation, the approbation of the cop unions. Uh, you know they're the kingmakers, um, and the and and the cop unions and corrections provides a lot of jobs um, for the state. Um, New Hampshire is pretty rural, so you know it's a you know busting people for the plant and busting people for various laws is. Is big business um, in, a, in a in a rural sort of state like that? Also, um, they're again they're one of the old they're one of the older states in the union. So they take very seriously. They're they're one of the older the, the, one of the original thirteen colonies. That that's taken very seriously, and the fact that they have the nation's first primary, and they've traditionally had that nation's first primary first for. for literally centuries, um, they, they take that sort of tradition seriously, you know? Um, and I'm going to read this comment from one of my listeners. So, okay. So here's this comment from Stew Putty. I got news for you. Nobody wants any business coming to this town. Marijuana just happened to be a convenient excuse for them to use. Live there most of my life and it's not just weed it's any progress whatsoever they want to keep the small town feel i just played a clip from the movie the founder um so the so so the mcdonald's brothers that were operating restaurants in in california and working with ray Kroc to to make mcdonald's what it is they grew up in new hampshire and there were no jobs so they went out west where there were jobs um this and and again our our listener is very correct in the sense that they want to keep that small town feel um friends of the show and patreon of the show and, and and great friend of the show grace gatto she she lived she lived in new hampshire for quite a bit of time um and was trying to run for a a state congress seat and you know they denied her a bank account they pulled all sorts of racist shenanigans to keep her from from changing the quote-unquote small town feel of new hampshire like people are militantly against ruining their wide open space rural state they're very very against it um but but i you know when when let's say we do get federal Decriminalization criminalization next decade or a couple of years from now and the state does want to make money off of it or they found a way to make money off of it in a way that appeases these cop unions um i i do think there's an opening for for them if the, if if they finally see the light all right now now get this um the state of new hampshire has a state liquor store model so so people can sell beer and wine at your typical grocery store but hard liquor is monopolized and sold at a state store at a state liquor store so spirits um you know everclear vodka all that stuff it's sold at a state liquor store and the people that work there are state employees that get a pension and the state um, takes all the profits and, and, and invests, in, invests it towards improving the state infrastructure, all that stuff. You know, a lot of people on the conservative end um, of, of the spectrum that I talked to there, they they don't like that because it's like the state controlling things. And, why, you know, why are these people getting a pension? You know, we should have a free market, you know, just get the government out of our, our necks. Um, there's a, quite a libertarian uh, sort of bet to people that live there. And I've heard people say that they're not a fan of the state store, but I mean, I'm a fan of it because it's a lot cheaper. Like the, like the liquor that I buy there, the hard liquor I buy there is cheaper. It's quite a bit cheaper than Massachusetts. And I'm not the only one who thinks this. Um, people all over the Northeast will often go to New Hampshire, to the New Hampshire state liquor stores and, and buy alcohol and bring back to their states. Rightly or wrongly, a lot of people do it, and a lot of money is made off doing that. It's it, they have some of the cheapest alcohol in the in all of the Northeast because they undercut the other states, and then they use a hundred percent of that profit towards the state coffers. This is a genius idea. Um, again, I mean, I I I like I've said on multiple occasions on this on this podcast, I feel kind of weird about states um running vices or whatever i feel really really odd about that i I feel that's kind of that's kind of weird and bizarre but if you're gonna do it competently i don't mind it you know um and as long as it's not the um as long as it's competent and it's not the only game in town i mean it it is the only game in town for hard liquor but it's it's competent it's very very low priced and you know, a lot of people in the Northeast seem to like the stuff and they seem to like making the trek here to to get it. They can apply the same model to um, concentrates and tinctures and and put a pin on the fact that I said that alcohol is very cheap in the state. They could undercut a lot, the, the entire Northeast by selling tinctures, cannabis tinctures to folks over 21 at rock bottom prices. The alcohol is very, very, very cheap in the state. The alcohol, the alcohol that they're selling, can be harnessed and used towards making cheap and quality tinctures for people. You know, alcohol-based tinctures. Um, I mean, people can make. I mean, like coconut oil ones, whatever. MCT. I mean, you you don't buy MCT at a, at a liquor store, obviously. But again, I mean, I mean, it, it doesn't need to just be limited to alcohol tinctures. But they could sell that. They can undercut all the other states. Um, they can sell concentrates, so you know shatter, wax, all that stuff. And They can undercut the other states doing so, and they would make a killing doing this, you know. And then they can just, you know, sell, you know, typical your typical flower or your buds at, at 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 a regular sort of dispensary. I mean, I, you know, when federal le when there's federal decrim, federal legalization, and you know they they do enough to to get the approval of the cop unions or whatever. There's no reason why this can't make a whole bunch of money but um i i don't know i mean i don't know if we'll even see this because again people are very very afraid of changing the small town feel of the state um remember reading this one sort of thread about um how they have the first primary and people got very very defensive in that thread of Of making of allowing other states to have a chance at the first primary they're like, "Oh my God, it's in our state constitution. It's always been this way. We have to keep the first primary. you know they're very very defensive about about changing you know tradition again, they're one of the earlier states, so they want to hold on to their power and their leverage as the the, the you know the the nomination has to go through them they they want they badly want to hold on to that, and they don't want to let go of that and um yeah i mean i i have a lot of buddies that that grew up there and that now live in mass and other states like again there's the they're very obsessed with keeping the small town feel to the to the detriment of having other industries and other other things that would grow the state or whatever and that would increase the you know quality of life of people that would you know bring in more people that would welcome in more people more businesses are very very against it um so again i don't really want to keep this episode too long but i just wanted to you know have a little bit of a brainstorming session about this this maybe in 2030 we might see this or 2035 who knows um and again they can they can do this and they can make a killing and they can continue to be tax-free and sort of Small townish, small and open, small and, and quaint sort of open space sort of area. They they can just they they can keep all of that without really changing much. But um, that might be a bridge too far for a lot of people. Who knows? But just just figure I would put that idea out there. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Cannabis, at underscore, excuse me, I am Cannabis Sativa, and then on Twitter at ic Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor fm slash I am canvas sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic of Podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor, and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor fm slash I am Canvas sativa Podcast and click the send voice message button, and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389, and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We've, yes, we've got a Discord channel, and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash